To give you a little overview on Boundaries for Believers podcast, I focus on three pillars. One, biblical boundaries, two, internal boundaries, and three, external boundaries. The first season, we're marinating on one and two, biblical and internal boundaries, as it is my hope to empower you to be so secure with your identity of self and who God calls you to be, that people's opinions roll off like rubber to water. Whereas the second season, we'll introduce external boundaries where we'll discuss relationships from spousal, friendships, family, and work dynamics. But today, you join the conversation because you want to know the real reason you're struggling with confidence. Well, tune in, take note, and get ready. Whether knowingly or unknowingly is the trauma you've experienced holding you captive, or you're struggling with confidence in your identity in Christ, or are you tired of being the superhero in everyone else's life except your own, then sis, this podcast is for you. Here on Boundaries for Believers, you will find practical solutions that free from self-sabotage, your inner critic, and that drama that you volunteered yourself to be in. Hey, beloveds, I'm your host, Zipporah Adatolawa, a believer, wife, social worker, and a lover of all things old Hollywood. As a recovering people pleaser and former woe is me candidate, I've been there, you're not alone, and I'm on this journey with you. With that being said, grab your mug for that coffee or tea, or if you're feeling inclined for some wine, let's cheers on three. (laughs) As ratings and reviews are helpful for outreach, here's one I wanted to share with you. It's titled, Such an Inspiration by Lizzie 17 Thank you for the light, your courage, vulnerability, and strength in that first episode. Thank you for opening up and sharing your story and inspiring others to recognize their authentic selves. One of my favorite aspects is when you speak on recognizing and accepting all the facets of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly. It creates your own, it creates our own uniqueness and path in life. I'm proud of you for taking this step and I cannot wait to see this continued growth and evolution. Well, Lizzie, I so appreciate you, my sister friends. Like, thank you so much for your encouragement and I appreciate your support along the way. Okay, y'all, it is 2024. I don't always reflect on a word of the year, but for the past few years when I have, it has not steered me wrong. So this year, my word for the year is victory. Coming from Romans 8, 37, the CEV version that is. And everything we have won more than a victory because of Christ who loves us. Like, let, let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it one more time. And everything we have won more than a victory because of Christ who loves us. Let's just pause and let that sink in. It addresses the power of immovable faith, faith in our creator to trust him above all else, above people's opinions and expectations, circumstances, disappointments, life transitions, and obstacles alike. But how many of us know it's easier said than done? Because somewhere down the line, our woes become greater than our belief system. Well, sis, I'm here to remind you God is still and will always be on the throne, pleading on our behalf, while beside us through it all. 
But the real reason you're struggling with confidence is because you stop believing in this. You stop believing that God is sovereign and he is with you. Because perhaps people or circumstances have left you feeling isolated, overwhelmed, and just full of those emotions. In return, adopting a negative view of self along with a closed heart and believing God's truth. And I'm not here to minimize our circumstances or perhaps existing traumas. That is very real and those experiences are valid. But I want to just bring to your awareness what it looks like to increase your knowledge of God so you can entrust your faith to him to in turn grow in confidence with him. And I'm not saying for us to grow so much in confidence that we lose sight of what is important, our integrity, our peace of mind, being respectable, being respectful, and also living with a kingdom mindset. Not to be reckless and do whatever we please just because we don't want to hear people's opinions or not deal with life circumstances. We also have to take responsibility there, okay? So I just wanna make sure that's clear. But honestly, when it comes down to the real reason you're struggling with confidence, it's because you stopped believing in God's sovereignty and that he is with you. You know, I'm actually thinking about one of mom's infamous phrases growing up. And it was, don't give people the power to control you. And I'm like, who is trying to control me? Like, what is she talking about? But it wasn't until like much later, I, I realized that she wasn't just referring to, she wasn't just referring to friends or work environments or people as in government officials. She was just saying a general, a general approach because she wanted me to look inwardly of what it looked like to be so secure with self and emotionally regulated that one can move in integrity, one can move in their identity without being wavered with outside influences. And not saying it is easy because you are all receptible to just life circumstances and we are humans, let's be real. But just instilling in me at a young age to be secure with self, no matter what circumstances one may face. But the question remains how? Because <laughs> I've still struggled over the years with confidence and self-doubt and insecurities, even with that information still being still with me, even with the Bible still saying, who God is and who God called me to be. So the question is, how do we get from knowledge aspect of what the word says to actually living it out practically? Well, here is three things I want you to know about having a secure identity, okay? Well, one, for starters, we have to recognize that this is a muscle memory that needs strengthening. Just like when we're in the gym, our physical muscles, our physical bodies need strengthening from that back workout, from that leg workout. Well, this is the same aspect. This needs emotional strengthening 
so we can understand that this takes time and this takes daily practice to implement. So let's just first sit with that. And number two, who taught us to love ourselves? Who instilled confidence in us at our early age or even later in life? And does it align with what God believes about me? And number three, what does loving yourself look like? What does quality time, enjoying my own company, sitting with myself, being able to spark joy in your own life? Like, what are your hobbies? What are your interests? How do you value yourself? How do you instill those values, those goals? How do you show up for yourself to make sure that you are showing up in the way that God has called you to be? And lastly, with this question, what does it mean to feel and know God loves you? And here are a few scriptures that may be helpful for your journey. Psalm 17, 8, NIV, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. Y'all, when I first heard about this apple of one's eye, I heard it from a Hallmark movie. I did not know it originated from the Bible about who God says about us, his children. He lavishes over us. He loves us. And to get to not just knowing this, but feeling this, perhaps sitting down, maybe before you start your day, writing in that devotional, marinating, permeating, allowing this scripture to permeate your soul by just like repeating it writing it down devotional, praying this in a prayer. And whenever circumstances come up or just the joys of life as well, reminding yourself like, oh yeah, I am the apple of God's eye. You know, and just like reminding yourself of scenarios of when God has pulled you out of those circumstances that you didn't think were possible. And like, yes, that's what it meant And that's what it means for God to father over me, to love me, to just show up for me. And a second scripture that I want to share is Psalm 139, 14, also NIV. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Yeah, y'all heard me mention Psalm 139 once before. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible because it highlights so much of not just who we are, you know, how God has made us wonderfully and beautifully and complex, that his workmanship is wonderful, but also a reminder that God is the creator, not people's you know, opinions of us or people's expectations of us or what people say what we should be or should not be. But where did it start from? Who does God say I am? My creator, my father, the alpha and omega. And once we start, you know, sitting still first, communing with God first and making this a daily practice, that would show up and how we view ourselves. It's a it's a twofold. Let me get more closer with God. Let me just sit at his feet. Let me just allow this to be true for my heart, even if I don't feel it to be true. 
It's okay. It's a daily practice. It's a muscle, emotional memory that we have to keep on implementing because the world that we live in wants to say otherwise. But how do we encourage ourselves when our friends have stopped, when our loved ones have stopped, when life circumstances show us that, oh, I'm not really liking myself in this season? How do we still remind ourselves who God calls us to be and whose we are? And if you need a reminder of your worth and God's blood-sealed covenant over your life and the love he has for you, then perhaps a word for the year might be helpful and connected it to scripture. So I pose to you, what is your word of the year and how does it permeate your soul? Thanks for tuning in today. Whether this episode lightened your load, pulled on those heartstrings, or reinforced those boundaries, then sis, I'd love if you were to share this with a friend or left a written review on Apple Podcast. But if you want to continue this conversation with my trauma-informed life coaching services, then I invite you to check out the link in the show notes so I can best support you. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And see you next time, beloveds. Be blessed, be real, and go out there and redefine your boundaries.